You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Fuck, what a great day yesterday was. Great day yesterday. One of the great days. Um, went to Shorty's in Terry Hills. Obviously, Ronnie Blakey, dear, close, personal friend of the show now. Currently, well, he's like... Currently, interview available on SEN. I'd go as far as saying, like, one of our best mates. Yeah, no, he's one of our best mates now. Ronnie, Ron Dog. Um, the Ron Star. We went up there to Shorty's. He, um, who, which is a par three golf course in Terry Hills. They've just recently purchased it and they've revamped this bitch. I didn't even know it existed. It was called like Terry Hills Pitch and Part beforehand. Yeah. Lame. Like Lame. Now it's Shorties, Short Tees. If you're watching uh, YouTube, you can see the hat I'm wearing. Um, so we get up there because we were going to film some shit. We we're going to go and knock around the course um, with Ronnie. And we just thought Ronnie. No, we, no, I knew. Did you? Yeah, I knew. I didn't know. Or if I, but well, I'd forgotten. We, oh, well, then I'd forgotten because I didn't fucking know. He'd mentioned it the other day. Okay. But anyway, so we basically played a round of 18 with the great and powerful 349 Manly Seagulls gamer, Stephen Beaver Menzies. And for you fucking cucks out there that are about to be like, well, he didn't fucking... Technically, we're, we're all move Manly because you fucking play with the Northern Eagles. Beaver actually cleared that up yesterday. He said, well, the only contracts I ever signed were with Manly. Yeah. So, in so facto, he only ever played for Manly yep. by the legal letter of the law, punters and dribblers. Yep. He never signed no cuck Northern Eagles fucking contract. No, no, no. So, he's a 300-game So, he's a 300-game Manly player. And the club could do worse than to have honoured him the other day. Well, you see, the fucking, you see the Melbourne Storm honouring premierships that were stripped of? Manly should just be like, he's a 300-game... He's a 300-game... When Dees got it 300 games the other day, I don't know if B was there or not, but he should have been with Cliffy. But it was like Being Cliffy like, welcome to the club. And DC, it's like, no, 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 no dude. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Nah. Incorrect. Incorrect. Um, look, that's not, what it, that's not what the day was about. It was about not. getting around the greatest par three golf course on planet Earth. And honestly, mm, probably my favourite golf course. Now, I know it's not a conventional, it's just a par three, right? But for you and I, Eddie... It's my favourite par three golf course. Well, it's my, definitely my favourite par three, but like when we... In terms of like perfect amount of time spent on a golf course before you start getting pissed off and like over it... Yeah. I could have played longer, to be honest. But... The setup, clubhouse, bar, great food, nice outdoor, a bit of music playing. You sit there like, what better way? It's open till like ten o'clock at night. I know that's bloody. That's that's you know having a having a Barney with the missus. She's kicked you out of the house. What am I going to do for the next three hours? Seven o'clock at night. I'm nipping up to fucking shorties and going to do have a round, mate. You knock off work. You go over there with the boys, knock the fucking froth off a couple, hack around. You know. Enjoy each other's company. Few yeah. giggles, few laughs. You, um, mate, you go there with a putter, Scotty Cams for us, obviously. Well, and then just, mate, what? I, I fucking didn't touch anything other than a 54 degree. Well, we didn't need the pitching wedge, mate. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. You, you probably need a 54 and a 60 if you want to get really... If you want to get really professional about it. We don't it. own 60s? No, well, we, we're certainly in the market for some. Well, now we are. Yeah. Now we're in the market for 60s. Don't worry about that. 1,000% in the market for a 60. Um, and you just fucking, you just sort of punt around. Mm. Early doors, we were all pretty even. I think the first, like, well. Ronnie <laughs> fucked himself because he was like, mate, I got around here even the other day. We we're like, okay, big shot. Big shot in town. Man owns the joint. Big shot's here. Isn't he also playing injured? Well, he's got a fucking, he's, look, he says, well, he's, look, he says look. he's got a, a sore quad. We haven't seen the scans. 
No. And every time I've seen, he's been wearing jeans. So yeah. I can't. We can't. The guy's wearing jeans. We were asking for shorts. We were like, show us a bit of skin, Ron. I can't be. I can't be sure. He no. wasn't. Listen, I'll, pl- I'll tell you this. He wasn't playing nor walking like a man that was under duress. No. He could just be a tough surfer who's not showing the pain. I don't know if that's. I look, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm giving him too much rope here. Maybe he's just trying to wall pull us. But he, uh, he, he is apparently injured. But he started off. We all started. Well, we started off good, to be honest. Like. No, we didn't. Well, in terms of from the Hello Sports scale, we absolutely did. A four with a bogey, fucking, yeah. That's a that's a Hello Sport birdie. Correct. Hello Sport pars five. Yeah. So, um, which we got plenty of. Yeah, and more. And an actual birdie is a Hello Sport hole in one. So, well, actually, just hitting the green off the tee. Listen, we fucking stunk. <laughs> we were so bad. We were dude. so bad. We were so bad, dude. Beaver and fucking Ronnie just like putting well, chipping well. Beaver can play. Yeah, no, Beaver can play. Beaver can fucking play. Beaver can play. Such an athlete. He's like, I don't really play much anymore. I'm like, fuck off, Beaver. I know. If if that's true and you don't really play, you are incredibly talented. Yeah, but, well, I mean, listen, he's obviously a big game player, made for the big games, made for the big moments. Is there a bigger moment than... He also referred to me and him as manly legends, which I, I... Trust me, I fucking almost came in my pants. Mm. But we just were constantly like, oh, how's this? Eh? Just three manly legends out on the course, just fucking having a good time. Then there was a fourth. Ruben joined us. Well, as well. a fourth, a fourth joined. Ruben, Ruben joined, and then it was just chocolate. Ruben can play legends. too. Kid can play. Ruben can play. We can't. No, Ruben we can't. Can. Tell you what was great? The shit talking. Phenomenal. Ruben came straight in and didn't skip a beat and just fucking honed in on your short shorts, mm. which were pretty short. Like you were, you were being a little suggestive with the amount of skin you were showing. Obviously, I'm used to it and I like it. I don't have any problem with it. Like it's probably a strong word, but like Ruben came in straight away, started calling you sexy legs, started you know ripping on you for the shorts. I got a lot of comments on my legs yesterday. Your legs look great. Yeah, so that's no, why the they're legs out. look great. Well, that's why they're out. That's why you're wearing the short shorts. I'm not fucking wearing knee rattlers like you do if I've got great pins. So that doesn't make well, any sense. Well, because I'm really, I'm more of an ankles guy generally, right? So what's the point in showing off anything above the knee? Yes. I mean, listen, you fucking, you work to, you work to your qualities. You know, you, yeah. you want to try and show your best angle punters and dribblers. But Ruben came in with that chirp. And, and he fucked you straight away. He got you. Yeah, but listen, I was fucked all day. So let's... No, but let's call a spade a spade. You were fucked all day, but I tell you what I think, and I tell you what I'm really excited for, Eddie, and what I think is going to be very dangerous is when you and I get together for an Ambrose up there, because I think I was chipping well, you were putting, you were putting well. I was fucking putting well yesterday. I was hitting greens, and then I was like five putting everything. You were your your first putt in particular of is, any of, yeah. of of any hole was awful, just pussy shit. Like, no, like just pussy. Disc- Gusting. Like everyone laughing at me, sort of territory. Like collective, a cacophony of giggles. Like four parts and shit. Yeah, but like hitting the green, birdie, birdie up, four part, and they're not big greens. No, uh, so I had a couple of long shots. Let's like let's call a spade a spade. They're not four parts. I'm here to shit. Territory. I'm here to shit on myself, but in good faith. Some of them were monsters. Basically mm, chipping no. again. I could have chipped. I could have chipped. They were so far away. But listen, it's a know. it's a fucking it's a par three little like pitch and putt course, so the greens aren't big. It just that's just the, that's just the reality of it, mate. You have to be honest here, Edward. Some of those parts that I was hitting, at least two of them were humongous. There What's was some, humongous? Well, fuck. From the there was one that would have been from here, from where I'm sitting, to beyond the corner of the pool table. Beyond it. That's not big. For a pitch and putt, it is. That's not a massive putt. 
That doesn't get massive putt status. It Beyond just the pool table from here. And how far did it go? Fucking didn't go past the car. No, because I'm a there. because I'm a weak <laughs> English boy. You haven't, you haven't, you and Scotty aren't getting on very well. No, I'm look, mate. I'm fucking. What's I'm that chipping. about? Well, mate, it takes time. It's the same. You you couldn't hit the ball for shit off the tee, so that's where I come in. What I'm saying is that when we pair up for an Ambrose tournament, which I think is coming up, we're going to be fucking unstoppable. Now, obviously. Golf lessons are needed, though. That's we came away. We came away with that as a fucking, as a real understanding. We need someone to really just tell us generally how to play. We golf. need to play more. Well, we certainly need to do that as well. That's just the fucking nuts and bolts of it, punters and dribblers. We don't play enough, and that may shock some people. We just work too hard. That's probably our biggest Achilles heel. Yeah, you know, when just people our, say like, uns, our, our literally our insatiable appetite for work. Yeah. Like when you go to a job interview and they're like, what's your worst character trait? It's like, I just fucking work. I work too hard. I work too hard. I can't turn off. I fucking live and breathe good, hard, honest Australian work. Rugby league work. Rugby league work. Nut trucker work. Off the back fence sort of work. You know what I'm I'm saying? Anyway, we were shit. That's not going to surprise anyone. Ronnie won. Ronnie won. I beat Tom. Eddie beat me. It's by the by. But I sort of got, I made it close at the end. He beat my two shots, but, you know, I was. The streak continues. Yeah, the streak does continue. To be honest, you probably should have beat me by more. It's almost a moral victory if I'm taking the Piers Morgan weak English boy route. What's up, make it three zip? Three zip. You've got the record, the Hello Sport record. I do. uh, Which is. Doesn't matter. You've got the record. I think it's 70... It's 76. 76. <laughs> 76, which is fucking dog shit. We've only got 59, just to give you an idea of how we went compared to them. I think you got 58. It was 17 shots. He was 59 and Beaver was 60. Beating oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But, dude, like, I just kept, I just kept like, catching myself going around and going, this is just a whole lot of fun. Pun not intended. H O L E. Yes, whole lot of fun. a whole lot of fun. Yeah. You How do you go on the um, the seventh hole, which is like no the, idea. The green, uh, the green. I was stoned, It's kind of like elevated on a hill, and like if you don't get on it, you're fucked. No idea. Do you remember that on the front nine at all? No idea. No idea. Listen, it was our first. Was that time. the one with the sand, the sand traps? No, no that was. Way it's later. as you're going back towards the clubhouse. In the front nine, and there's just like the greens elevated on top of a hill. No idea, but you can get around. You got beers. The clubhouse is literally a like it's just it's just everything's there. They're putting in a fucking like a pizza oven. You'll be able to get yeah. pizzas and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like an ad. It's not. It's generally not an ad. Just a great fucking day. It's literally what we did yesterday. Um, and I saw the photo because we got a photo of us at the end. It's actually funny. Check this. I'll get tablet. I'll put it up on the IG, but. You know how we got the photo at the end with you, me, Beaver, Ronnie, and, and yeah. Rubes. An old mate taking the photo. Is he fucker? He's, he's fucked you. He hasn't fucked anyone else. That's what was funny. It was a good shot. <laughs> he's got... There's a fucking pole shadow obscuring you completely. Listen. It's not <laughs> ideal. But it's... it. Yeah. It's just, it's an honour to be in the photo. Oh, mate. Well, you listen. Know, it's, it's an honour to be in the photo. Is it fair to say in this photo, which we'll put in the YouTube as well, but like there's four Manly Seagulls legends and then there's three surfing legends. We're all the same height. Yeah. Which is 
Jeez, you don't get that every day. No, you don't. But like, you know, you, me and Ronnie. You best know, mates. Well, best mates are big in surfing. Yeah. And then you, me, Beaver and Ruben, big in rugby league. And we're the bridge. Yeah, we're the bridge. Because we're big in both. Yeah. Like top 30 in that and then yeah. fucking on the QS and that. You, you get the drill. You get the drill, punters, dribbles. Anyway, in- fuck. If you want to have a great time, go up to Shorty's. Rip yeah. in. Take your mates. Take a couple of clubs. Take a 60. Take a 54. Take a putter. Take a Scotty take Cameron miso. if you got one. Take your miso. Yeah, all over in the car. Up to you. <laughs> Mate. It's up getting, to you. So what we also do is uh, they do on like a, yeah, 50 balls try hit a hole in one on the 18th, which was great fun. I was getting heckled by some old women, which was an experience. Some old guy up there, 90 hole-in-ones he's had there. Yeah. 90. Yeah. 90 hole-in-ones. Apparently he's fucking, well, I didn't see him, but he's old. He's like eight, in his 80s. Yeah, sort of. that's the thing, though. They're talking about him getting to his 100. I'm like, fuck, dude. Yeah, like, I'm not confident he makes it. With the, yeah, they reckon if he gets 100, they're, like, they're going to lock in and just, like, just give him, yeah, well, maybe kill him. But not, like, try to kill him, but, like, as in the lock-in may be his sort of, what a way to go, though. No, absolutely. With your 100th hole in one, fucking lock in full to the gills. Yeah. See you later. Maybe then just bury him under the 18th. <sighs> or cremate him. And just scatter him. Scatter him everywhere. That's how you want to go, punters and dribblers. Yeah. That's how you'd fucking want to go. Yeah. On your 100th, full to the gills. See you later. Scattered on a fucking par three course. <laughs> that you own. The par three course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you owned. Did he used to own it? That you owned. Oh, yeah, owned. Owned in the uh, metaphorical sense. Anyway, that's short. I've got to piss. you got to do a wee-wee, buddy. We, we were piss, pissing a lot yesterday. We were, but that's because we were ultra-hydrated. Yeah, and then I got home and I realised I wasn't, so I'm just Well, I was ultra-hydrated. I ran 10Ks before sunrise yesterday. I don't know if anyone's heard. Not everyone has 10Ks in them, punters and dribblers. Not everyone has 10Ks in them before sunrise. Punters and dribblers, we are brought to you by Ned's. The best betting platform in town. Um, tell you what, if you've been following along on my profile, because obviously I've been overseas, so I've just been whacking up my bets for about even on the Ned's profiles app. You'd see some... I, th- I seem to bet better when I'm not around people, and I'm just able to eyeball the talent on game day, see what's happening. It's when I'm able to be as, as, as gifted as I think I am. So basically what you're saying is it's a lot harder to bet almost a week in advance. That is games. what I'm saying, yes. Yeah. Yep. You know, for example... You could say it's also a 24 hours before a game though, right? No, because if you're putting your bets in on Wednesday morning and there's a game Sunday night... There's also a game on Thursday. Yeah, but that, I'm not talking about that one. Right. I'm talking about the other games where maybe, you know, Nathan Cleary doesn't play yep. or Hines doesn't play. Well, yep. Nathan Cleary did play, but Hines doesn't play. You'd, yep. You get caught out. You do get caught out. You know? You, you do. You get caught if out. If you follow on my prof is what I'm saying is daddy. They are calling me daddy value, and I didn't come up with that either. It's embarrassing. How many bets you get on the weekend? Two. I got three. <laughs> well, <sighs> but you're not a dad, so they can't call you daddy value. Dad of a dog. Well, you, they could call you doggy style. Value. Doggy value. I don't know. It doesn't really have the same ring to Why? it as daddy value. You're being pettist. Well, it's not pettist. You aren't a father. I'm father of a dog. No, you're not a and father tonka. of a dog. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Shout out to Neds. We love you. Shout out to Neds. Uh, you can follow our profiles on Neds. You can also join the About Even group um, where the you know everyone's sharing their bets in there and shit. I actually followed one of Gurus yesterday, uh, which was a Joey Manu away. 
Yeah, it didn't get up. No, it didn't. He was very lucky that his unit scooper got up. See, I've got a bone of contention next. If that was me, there's no way I'm getting given those nine units. No, but he's no, but he's got it on, and the bet stands. Yes. So it's live. The bet's right. live. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know that I would be afforded. This is what Tobler and I were discussing anyway in the green room. I know this is still a live read. This is a bone of contention. I don't think that I would be afforded the same graces where apparently I'm not getting... So fucking, you think the bet's void altogether? Well, I'm saying you have been robbing me of units even though all my bets were going up last week. Were no, you? we robbed you of two bets. Two. Right. You didn't put one up for the Titans game or whatever it was and you didn't do a unit scooper. That was all you robbed But for. I did the bets. I no, just you didn't. didn't. You didn't put them up. They went on your profile. They, they went, went on there. my profile? No. Well, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll show you. There was one game where there was no profile bet. There wasn't. I went through it last week. You didn't do You didn't do two bets, and you lost fucking well, two Tobler units, told and that's me, it. Tobler told me I, none of my, all my bets are void because they're not online. One of them. Okay, so Tobler so, doesn't even listen. You're right, so that's the problem. That's the problem. We've, we've now uncovered that. You didn't do a unit scooper last week. That was void, so you lost a unit. Yep. And then there was one other bet out of eight. Okay, well, so Tobler's lying. Then. Yes. Tobler's lying to you and I. Correct. Well, he's lying on your behalf. Shocking. Thanks, Neds. Cheers, Nads. Fuck you, Tobler. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Punters and dribblers, it's the most generous podcasters of all here, Tom and Eddie. Here to look after the punter and the dribbler and their drinking needs. Mm. It's still rosé drinking season, we know that. It's worth having a couple of bottles laying around. Yeah, I don't expect you to drink it in the driving rain, but I just went outside and the sun's out, baby. Oh, really? Sun's out, bum's out again, and it's fucking hot out there. I'll be losing the jacket, Tom. Mm. I can promise you that. So you need a couple of cases laying around your digs. You just do. Well, it's certainly when you've got guests, you're entertaining. Hey, come round. A couple of Sheila's come round. You want to be able to crack a bottle yeah. and impress? Yeah. Of course you do. Now, you're going to get 50 bucks off each case if you use the code MANLY. That's a gift from Tom and I at hellosport.shop. Six bottles. You're getting $50 off hellosport.shop. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Be prepared. Yeah. And if you're not prepared, you're prepared to fail. It's not the saying, but it's all right. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Got it. The Teals, a lot of these Teal independent women, are coming for the new hard solo. You know how Solo's releasing like a hard seltzer, like a hard, you know, alcoholic solo. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and all these Teals are like, oh, it's marketing to children, or blah, blah, blah. They should, it doesn't pass the pub test. It's like, shut the fuck up. Uh, there are bigger problems to worry about. There definitely are bigger problems to worry about. But there's also one of them who's like, how about Albanese wanting to give a public holiday because of the Matildas? Oh, yeah. Like, there are small businesses that are going to feel it. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, stop <laughs> trying to point score on everything. Like, yeah. just shut the fuck up. Most people are going to want a public holiday if they can get a public yeah. holiday. Most people prefer not to work. Or if they've got to work, get paid. Like, just shut the fuck up. Yeah. If they want to do a public holiday, let them do a public holiday. And also... One of the chicks who's like a former socceroo is like, hey, Albanese, how about instead of a public holiday, you fund our fucking sport? And you're like, we got a, we've got a World Cup in yeah. your home country right now. It's fucking humongous. You're breaking TV records everywhere. Your jerseys are selling out. You've Use got, that money to fund it. What the fuck are you talking about? Needing extra funding. Like, yeah. that's crazy. How about you just be appreciative that everyone's fucking up and at them and horny for the fucking game. Yeah. Like, everyone knows, like, going into this World Cup, respectfully, I knew Sam Kerr. Now I know fucking Caitlin Ford. I know Mary Fowler. I know there's other ones that I'm not remembering, but, like, I'm way more across the women's game right now. Cooney Cross. Cooney Cross. Cara Cooney Cross. 
Claire Polkinghorn. Claire Polkinghorn. Cooney Cross crosses it. Like, you know what I mean? Imagine a Cooney Cross. When Australia won the Australia's Cup, oh, the America's, America's Cup, Cup yeah. and Bob Hawke was like, anyone that fucking, you know, the, the yeah, line, yeah. you know, you're it's a It's one of the most famous lines in People Australian. People touch themselves to that shit. That's yeah. the Aussie larrikin. Yeah. That's... That's just, that's mateship and fucking camaraderie and celebrating success on the global scale. That's out on the patio we sit and yeah. the humidity we breathe. 1,000%. That's, that's, that's once a jolly, jolly swag, mate. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's damper. That's damper, baby. Yeah. That's fucking witchetty grubs, yeah, bro. Exactly. Like, bush that's, tucker. That's bush tucker. You know that's what good I mean? stuff. That's what it's all about. 100%. And so then when he comes out, but that's just a sign of the times. People yeah. can't be happy with anything. Just, but it's just like, got to complain. But then a former Matilda has come out and been like, why don't you fucking fund our sport instead of... It's like, things are going pretty well for women's soccer right now. Like, you have a A-League competition. You've got the World Cup in your home country. Everyone is talking about it. Ratings Women bonanza. are probably getting paid more than they ever have in football. I'm not saying anything can't be better. I'm not saying, but like, relax on the aggression you're coming at. When like, there's gonna be a, they're floating the idea of a public holiday around a women's football achievement. Smell the roses. Just enjoy it. Smell Let's the roses. not be fucking so angry. Smell the ro smell them roses, bro. Smell dem roses. Smell dem roses. And let's, like, celebrate what the girls are up to, They're bro. They're killing it, dude. That, that fucking, that exhibition. It didn't start as an exhibition, Monday night, punters and dribblers, 8.30pm. It started started with high heartbeats. Yes. Like, the, the beats of the nation were up. Yes. Up in a big way, because the, the Danes came to play. They came to play. They, they had all they the seed. Yeah. And they were fucking, they Pressure. were, they Pressure. were mm, grinding down, turning the screws, screw type stuff. Then Mary Fowler, who I'm a huge fan of, massive fan, gonna go out and say, "Prob's my favourite player." I no think disrespect, so. Sam Kerr, but I like the way Mary goes about her work. Yeah, you know, she's, she's, you know she's only twenty. Yeah, she's twenty. I oh, know, she, bro. Don't worry. I was fucking all over. She's the next big thing. I was all over a fucking Wikipedia, bro. Doing the doing the damn thing. Doing your Dioring. That, that seed she gives to Ford, to Ford was divine. so scrumptious, so diddlyumptious, Tom. Yeah, it was a divine seed. I was like, was that Lionel Messi out there, bro? Lionel. <laughs> it was a seed shot straight from... The heavens? Well, the heavens, right? And if you believe uh, Ariana Grande, God is a woman, and it was just bang. Do you believe in the divine seed? You've got to believe in the divine seed. We do. Fuck, we always have. But if you were watching that game the other night and you don't believe in the divine seed, you're a fucking idiot. And then was it Caitlin Ford of double O Ford, which is pretty fucking alpha? Well, there's nothing more alpha than a double O Ford. No. It's like double O seven. Exactly. Know what I mean? It's double O Ford. And she's if it was if it was ball. James, Bo hey, I'm James Bond 07, you'd be like, lame. No. It's the double O that gets it over the line. It's yeah. as simple as that. So if you. Mm, slip a double O into that Ford. Yeah. Now you mean business. And she fucking meant it. She was a menace on the left wing. She was. But Dominating. Her, her cross fight. into... Hayley Rasso. Hayley Rasso, who then knocks it back to... Oh, no, no, no. Hayley Rasso scored the goal. I think... Was it Fowler that gave the ball in? I thought side? it was Ford who crossed the ball in. Look, it doesn't matter. But Ford who crossed the ball in, one of the girls got it, forgive me, who then knocks it back to Rasso. And I'm thinking, oh, fuck, what's going on here? Bang, we're 2-0 up. These great Danes not so great no more. 
Well, listen, heart and soul left the building. Yeah. When they go 2 0 down, it was all over. Then Sam Kerr comes on. Which, listen, happy to see it because, we, well, firstly, we were right, but calf, her calf injury was obviously less severe, but still severe because she, was it third game, fourth game, third game? Well, that's three and a half games. Three games and yeah, so she and got 80, on the three fourth. games and eighty minutes. She got in on the fourth game. Uh, her first touch was disgusting, but I mean, I'm not knocking her. It was just a funny one when she tried to cross it. And just went like, Foom. oh no, it was foul. It was like when you miss hit the ball in pool and you just like skim the cue. Yeah. Like, oh, that felt bad. Mate, it was it was a it was a regulation shank. Yes, it was a shank. But it, great to see her back out on the pitch, Eddie. Oh fuck yeah! And then, but you listen, you could see she's she's elite. Oh yeah, she's she's there's like levels to this shit, mm. and she's she's got it. So if she start next game, if we play in France, yep, on look, Saturday, France, well done, buddy. Look out, cunts. What day? Saturday. Saturday. At Saturday, five, 5 p.m. Yep. I'd love a semi. A I'd semi love a, give I'd you love a semi. A, I'd love a semi. A semi would give you a semi. semi. Would give me a. Would well, well, give, give the, the nation, nation a semi. semi. <laughs> <laughs> we all know it to be true. We do. And then potentially we dare to dream. We of complete. Yeah, no, we can, you complete it. And then, final. yeah, completion. God's be good. Yeah, a WC, mate. We're due another WC. That would be one of the most famous wins in Australian sporting history. Not just. Like, oh, it'll go down. Like, I mean, in Australian sporting history. When anything. when was our last great Australian moment? Do you think? That's a great question. I'm talking fucking all time. Is it? And listen, this probably isn't it. I'm just trying to think. But like your Cadell Evanses of the world. Where like most people don't give a fuck about cycling respectfully. Mate, but the feat itself is winning. Big. Winning the tour, the first Aussie to do it, is huge, momentous. It's like yes. that's massive. But did it capture the nation as one? No, well? it didn't. It's that's hard. what I'm talking about. It's I'm hard talking to about. I'm talking about when we come together mm. as one. Mm. First Australian to do something where it's like, but there's something about a tournament as well. Did Adam like, did Adam Scott do that no, with the Masters? No, no. it was amazing. But again, like golf is not this. This is this is united uh, everyone. Adam Scott is like golf fans. If you don't like golf, you don't give a fuck. If you don't like soccer necessarily, which I would say I don't really love it, but like I am so horny. It's not for the point. But that's what I'm saying. It unites people that don't. You're not like watching. It. You're not watching. Listen. You're not Do you watching. Know what I'm saying. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, put it this way. I, I don't watch ninety minutes of football ever. No. I I keep up on the EPLs and like I keep my finger on the pole on the polls because I'm interested. But I don't I don't sit down and watch ninety minutes of fucking soccer almost ever. I watched ninety minutes the other night because I'm watching the yard. Oh yeah, exactly. I'm watching I watched the, all of it. I'm watching the narrative. Yes, that's what you're watching. Geez, I feel like they're getting some extra time in these fucking games. Well, apparently this is the first tournament where they are counting like what? goal celebrations. Goal like celebrations. After they goals. yeah, all that shit they're adding on. <laughs> okay, right. So that's why you're getting five and sixes and sevens and yeah, eights. Yeah, yeah, we got eights. I think I was like fuck. Because usually you'll get a couple up. That's what I thought. Yeah, from well, my that's FIFA why. days. Anyway, I can't recall the last time we were united as one. No. So this is what I'm kind of coming up with. Early 2000s, you got a few with obviously Kathy Freeman, Stephen Bradbury, Obvs. Ian Thorpe. Yep, I'd say Kathy tops that comfortably. No disrespect to Stephen Bradbury. But the yeah. thing about the thing, what I think as well uh, needs to be part of the criteria, if you will, 
is that there needs to be, we need to be united as one going into it. No one fucking knew Stephen Bradbury was even skating. He just won and then we yes. loved it. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it was almost a and well not almost. And it was a joke. Is Ash Barty potentially the last one? Ash Australian Wimbledon. Open final. Yeah. yeah. I stayed up late. Australian for that. Open no, but Australian Open final, probably. Uh yeah. At home. Yeah. I'd say so. But is Wimbledon. Even yeah, Goolagong and right. shit's yeah. there, giving her the child. It's good stuff. And then she retired? Yeah. That's tough. To knock out a couple of kidlets. Yeah. I tell you what's, I mean, it's kind of different. Like the Gaz LFC 90, by the way. I see you, dude. Not like competitive sport-wise, but Ned Brockman definitely in yeah. that realm. Brockman, yeah. But I want, I think Brockman got, I mean, he obviously fucking united the nation. He absolutely did. He's known everywhere. We saw him the other night. Shout out, Ned. Great to see you. Chin up soon, bro. Um, <laughs> he's looking bigger, the cunt. Dude, no, he is looking bigger. He's, he's looking, looking bigger. Big. Yeah. He's big and solid and thick. Fucking oath, bro. Yeah. And just we see you, Ned. Brockman. Yeah, yeah, we see you, Ned Brockman. <laughs> he's fucking just his energy. though. you're like, yeah, dude, yeah, I dude. he's a fucking. He'll jack you up that cunt. Five he'll minutes with up. him, and you come out. You different. come out. Oh, you do. Yeah, where we are, we saw. Look, listen, we saw him Wednesday night or Tuesday. Tuesday night, not a big deal. Uh, and he jacked me up. Not jacked me off. Don't get it confused. He could. He probably would if you asked, but he up. wouldn't. Yeah, not off. No. Yeah, Ned did that. I think. Listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw my hat in the ring and say probably Ash Barty. Yeah, I think Ash. But come on, Ash. Come this, on, Ash. Come on, Ash. Come on, Ash. Come on, Ash. Come on, Ash. But this, if we were to make a, a final World Cup final at home, that would be biblical. I'd say it'd be the biggest thing. That'd when? be that that'd be since Kathy. That'd like be o, that? that'd be O five Uruguay stuff. That'd be Kathy yeah, Freeman. Yeah, that but well, of, but it'd be bigger than O five Uruguay, but also like. Because we hadn't made the World Cup for so long, but like, I just can't think of anything that had come close to where, like, we're like in the. It's like Rugby World Cup 03, like that sort of sh- uh, That's at, at home, home, you know? Yeah. I think it's Kath. I don't know if that's too much to say. I feel like that's reasonable. If we make it, yeah. it that's where it will go, 100%. Yeah. And then win it. Oh. Mate, you can't, you can't fucking. Oh, losing the home final would suck dicks. Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We've got to beat... Well, that's the point. We've got to beat the fuck out of France. That's what we do. We get ahead of ourselves. Oh, of course we do. That's what the punter and the dribbler do. Yeah. They get well ahead of themselves. Well ahead of themselves and ourselves. But I hope the Chilies aren't. No, the Chilies wouldn't. They seem pretty calm, cool, calm, collected. See, what's actually kind of a positive about Sam Kerr uh, being injured for the start has been that there's been no focus on her during game time. So it's been it's allowed... Well, on. they cut to her a lot. No, <laughs> of course they cut to her. But what I mean is she's not doing nothing on the field. So you're yeah. just able to see a bunch of girls that you don't really know get about their work. Like a double O forward. Exactly, like a double O forward. Like five goals against the fucking cheating Canadians. Was it? Four. 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 No, but it was five because they took one off them, but it was bullshit. So oh, that's right. Five. Yeah, that's true. It was a five-nil humping. Uh, they needed a Trudeau needed to apologise uh, on Instagram, but he didn't because he's a dog. Do you know what I'm saying, though? So we got to see a few more girls that we we just got to pay attention more. Correct. To not have the Sam Kerr effect. Now we know them all, and now she's back, Kerr, and we go on and we just win the damn thing. I have no perception of how good the other teams are, though. Not important. No, but like, like it'd be I'd England like are the ones to beat. Okay, could you imagine if we made? Can we? Are we, we on opposite sides? Yeah. Nah, so same side. Maybe England are playing Colombia yeah. in the other quarterfinal to play the winner of us versus France. So yeah. we'll if we win, we either play England or Colombia to in make the, the semi. Final. Imagine yeah. knocking England out, mate. That would make me fucking so happy to knock those pieces of shit off. Because we looked final. the other day, going into the round of sixteen, we were paying like sixteen bucks, I think. 
and England were like three twenty five. Oh, fuck, we should have gone on that. Oh, we were going to. We were, and, and then we, we forgot. We forgot. Shocked. But we looked at it. Yeah, we did. At least we looked at it. Hey, at least we looked at it. Um, could not be more up and about for the Tillies. Oh, fucking oath, cunt. Tillies got me up. Yeah, all the way up. We did see our good friend Ned Brockman on Tuesday night. We went to the Inspired Unemployed premiere for their new show, mm. Practical Jokers, which was... Fucking funny. Fucking funny. Like, laugh out loud. We were sort of pissing shit. ourselves, dude. Like, I had heard the name, because obviously it's like a franchise in Practical Jokers, like it's in America and England and shit, I think. But I had heard the name, but I'd never seen the show. So obviously, you know, like, basically they're just like put in different situations where like ones are, they're all they all have to like be a secretary and then the other boys are all in their ear telling them what to say and do all these different scenarios but fuck dude like you we were sitting at the back there just howling like yeah. proper i spit i spit on a guy in front of me by accident yeah, he didn't you spit on like, he I bought spit some on ball, ball guy <laughs> so he like, felt every he felt every he inch felt of it. it yeah no he felt it all right but it was great it was fucking terrific but um was just good to get get our arms around the big strong fucking mulleted man. It was. It made good to have a hearty laugh. Yeah. If you're looking for a good, honest, hearty laugh, go suss it. Go suss it. And again, sounds like an ad. Not. Not an ad. Not an ad. Not an ad. But an ad. Fucking great. Like that's obviously that's the perfect Tuesday night punters and dribblers. Couple of tequilas, yeah. couple of beers. You get to wrap your hands around a great living Australian in Ned Brockman. Yeah. Uh, you get to fucking... Well, a couple of runners just chopping it up in the line. Yeah, just chopping it up. You get to have one of the great belly laughs all the time and then you nip over the road and you have a couple of dumplings with the yeah. old mate, Tommy Burns. Yeah. So, like, that's that's good honest Australian living on a yeah. Tuesday night. How do, you, how do you own your Tuesdays, right? You know, some people say, like, win the morning, win the day. Yeah. Just win your Tuesdays generally. And that's usually done with... Tobler and Dave not in the office, so you get some silence, right? Those yes. two are always fucking bickering and punching on. So he's like, your kids aren't, your kids are out of the house. Yeah, get the kids out of the house. Too needy. Too needy kids. Get Asking too many questions. Too many questions. Hey, what's this? Can, can I do this? Can I do this? How can I help? Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> stop, stop talking to me. Stop trying to help. All right? <laughs> you have to ring the bell if you got a question. <laughs> so you get your kids out of the house. Maybe you put on. One of Luke Bracey's new movies. Maybe you do. Maybe you put one of those on the TV. Just to get you in the mood. I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> Ow. Sorry, mate. Maybe I love you or some shit. Or yeah, maybe I do. I think. Maybe, maybe I, I do. do. Maybe I do. <laughs> maybe I do. Susan Sarandon, Richard Gere, William H. Macy, Diane Keaton, Luke Bracey, and Emma Roberts. All-star cast. Rom-com. And you sit there, you knock a couple of techies back, you order in some Vietnamese, a light Vietnamese dinner. Very light. Uh, yeah, it was it was uh, like a char grilled chicken punters and dribblers on a bed of vermicelli noodles. Yes, with some carrot and some cucumber. That comes with a fish sauce. We looked it up. We were we were wigging Tom and I. We exchanged a glance. Mm. Is this what's going to do us in? Is this sauce going to do us in? It was a fish sauce. It was light on calories. Yeah, it was low low cal fish sauce, which was nice because we were concerned. You drizzle that over your vermicelli vermicelli. I'm not sure. It's a bit of an Akai bowl about it, the vermicelli. I don't know exactly how to pronounce it. I say celli. It's probably all... Vermicelli, bolicelli. If, it's verma, if I'm saying vermicelli, it's almost certainly not right. Yeah. And I if thought I'm saying, it was vermicelli. Huh? I, th I thought it was vermicelli. See, and I thought it was vermicelli or vermicelli. Or but you're not Vietnamese, so no, you you're not. Know. But it's also not vermicelli. Well, but I mean, I don't trust anyone. No. I except the no Vietnamese. You've, except the Vietnamese. I've got... And shout out to them. Oh, yeah, mate. They go the big list. Shout out to them. Yeah. 
Is faux Vietnamese or is that Thai? No, faux is Vietnamese. I pounded faux last night. Dude. I've got, I had a bit of a fucking thing for Asian food. Generally, is just phenomenal. The Vietnamese, the Chinese, Chinese the Indian, the Thai—they all fucking elite. Yeah, they are. Their food's fucking. Korean, f- Korean food goes hard. I see. I would like to try. Oh, Korean Indonesian food. as well, mm, bro. Like, yeah. oh yeah. Nazi oh, goring. Oh, Nazi. Nazi goring in your butt. A Nazi. Thank you. Look, uh, me. A me goring. Oh, so yes. We get our Tuesday done right. Maybe I do Vietnamese cutleteckies, and then head into the Enmore to watch. Vibing, Let's mate. Go to prem, mate. Fucking Newtown and Enmore vibing, vibing. Oh, no, dude, vibing. Uh, dick off. Vibrant parts of the world. Well, there's well, parts no, of the city. Well, to be honest, the city is a desolate, dull shithole at times. I was in there last. In terms of nightlife, I was in there last night in the city, meeting some friends. Shout out to him. Shout out to your friends. For, du- for dinner. Elise and Reggie. Reggie. One of the greats. One of the greats. Uh, and it's, it's, it's vibing in there for dinner. But when we left at like 11, dead as a fucking doorknob. Just like bang, lights off, go home. Yeah. That's all off the back of the lockout laws. Just fucking ruin the city. Yeah. Ruin the cross. But I, I've just sneaking suspicion that... Newtown and Enmore did pretty well out of that arrangement. Well, they did. Because it's fucking vibey out there. Restaurants, lights, vibrance, everything's just happening there. And so we go in, we barely laugh. Yep. We have a couple of of beers, maybe a rosé. As we just say. because we like to sample the fucking, we like to sample the rose. You got to say hey. we like to sample the con- competition, see what we're up against, and as usual, ass. I was disappointed yeah. in the competition. No disrespect to the end more, but you're, I'm your waiting rose for someone to ass. bring something. I'm waiting for someone to go. Hey, here's a rose that we can take it to Big Day, and there isn't one yet. There isn't one, and Big Day is coming back real soon. Puns and dribblers, so wet your whistles, get them ready. Rose was shit at the end more comparatively. And as you say, we leave and I go, hey, listen, I know we just had some vermicelli and it was light and free as a bird and basically didn't touch the sides and was probably calorie negative. We probably lost weight eating it. We did. And then I go, what about some dumplings? We are in Newtown. I feel like some dumplings. And then literally there's a dumpling place right across the road. So we go in. It was a a bit of a business meeting. You know, we go in there, we talk shop. Mm. We just fucking bounce around, kick around ideas. Maybe you have a sing tower. You have a sing tower in there and you just smack fucking soup dumplings. It's one of the great Not just soup dumplings, but soup dumplings won the day. Oh, yes. What else do we have? Some some springies. Some springies. You got to. We never turn down a spring roll. No, you don't. That's a fucking... That's that's one of my uh, rules of my life. Never turn down a spring roll. And yep. it served me very well. Yep. Never, ever, 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 ever turn down a springy. Ever. Ever. We might have also had some prawn. Like prawn, prawn hog out. Prawn dumps or just straight prawn? Prawn dumps. Yeah, prawn dumps. I sort of remember that. I don't really. To be honest, you saved me from myself there because I had a couple of. We had a couple of drinks on board, and then I'm thinking, banquet. I, I was Tommy Banquets was coming in, and I'm like, give me everything, and you were like, hold the fucking phone. And I'm like, thank you. I we are we are mid shred. Mid shred. You got to show. You got to show a modicum of restraint. You do, because you you can go hard in the pain by the you know by the time you finish, you've had. 30, 40, 50 dumplings. You could have comfortably done 60, it, 70, 80 dumplings. I'm a banquet guy though, right? Like I fucking... Well, I know the big fella. I know how he likes to fucking unbutton. You know how I like to fuck. He <laughs> likes to unbutton the jeans yeah. and fucking get into his work. Sometimes you need to be protecting from himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's how you do a Tuesday night, punters and jubblers. That's how you do it. Know that. 
Ned got a book coming out. He does. Is that? Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they announced yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he did. That'll be a fucking must. He's also got some other cool shit coming out, which aren't aren't to be. Well, announced. yeah, but no, we've seen it. Those. Yeah, we've seen them. Yeah, they're great. That's all. So, did you hear that Sugarman died? You know who Sugarman is? I know who Sugarman is. I've never seen the documentary, bro. It is like I'm not joking. It's one of the great fucking documentaries. Because, and I know you know the story. Yeah, I, do, I know the story. But you know how, and we can all admit to this, punters and dribblers. There is something in our lives that people go, "You fucking have to watch it." Yeah. And you don't. No, you just don't do it. Everyone's got one of those I've things. Got, I've got a fucking multiple. Or like, you've got heaps of them. I've right? never seen a Godfather movie. See, like, that's 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 one of them. Mm. Godfather 1 and 2 are elite. Yeah, never seen them. I've seen bits of them. Have you seen Game of Thrones? Oh, who, who's the one that hasn't Game seen of Game Thrones. of Thrones? I haven't yes. seen Game of Thrones. You haven't seen Game yeah. of Thrones. See, like, yeah. that's you just look shit like, like He could be a little elfy character yeah. in Game but of I Thrones. Feel he like gets killed, you know what the, I mean? The last season of Game of Thrones just kind of killed all the hype around it. it yeah, but the like first four or five is so fucking good, yeah. you shouldn't be watching anything else. I think I watched the first episode once, maybe. Right. See, stuff like that. Final season. They fucked the final season. They didn't do that. Well, they the rushed it. They, they rushed, rushed it. it. Yeah. But we've all got something like that. I haven't seen The Godfather either, which I am more embarrassed about. Mm. We, we've all got them, is the point. But he did die. Yeah, so he died today, 84, old as shit. Listen, I don't, it's too long, like, the, the statute of limitations has expired, and I'm going to tell you about the fucking story anyway, so you can go and get fucked. But, and I'm probably going to do a bad job of retelling the story, but, so, I don't, I don't know his real name, but he's called Sugar Man. His name's Rodriguez. Rodriguez, that's right. Um, Rod? No, like Rodriguez? last name's no, no, Rodriguez. No. His name's Sixto Rodriguez. Sixto Rodriguez. His, his artist name is Rodriguez. And in the 60s, he was like, he recorded a couple of albums... And they were fucking incredible, but like legitimately, I think he was like he was basically just like a bee's dick away from from making it. But like they just never fucking he never made it. These albums he made, he never made it. And yep. basically, he just faded off into obscurity. Lived like a really rough fucking life. Like he was just like a labourer. There's in the dock. I'm pretty sure there's like he used to sit in this freezing cold apartment in America, and he'd be burning cardboard in this little fire to try and keep himself warm. Like tough fucking life and then just get up and grind his dick to the bone laboring mm. all the while he doesn't realize that his albums are fucking blowing up in south africa like humongous he's like a huge fucking star but no one knows who the fuck he is yeah so there's no face to this guy or like maybe on the album cover but like no one knows who he is who's this sugar man da, 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 da. and then this can only happen pre-internet as well and then some guy like started trying to find who he was because i think it was like when you went to the album and like you, you know, you go, okay, well, who's it produced by? Like, you reached just this wall where it was like no one, you couldn't get any further back to see, yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. And so then this guy starts, I don't know that he found, did the documentary first or whatever, but he was basically the whole, the documentary is called Searching for Sugar Man, seeing who he was because everyone assumed that he just no longer existed. And then they find this guy and he's living in Detroit or something. Yep. And he doesn't realise he's famous and then he's like what the fuck and then he goes over to South Africa and ever and they, like to these sold out shows performing to everyone and then he becomes the, the documentary sort of I think exposed him to the world and his, his, the music's fucking awesome like I love it I'm going to pump someone in the car on the way home in homage to the great man what a wig out that would have been that's just an, it's an incredible being like, I've been I've been on my fucking hands and knees I know and now I'm a superstar, yeah. like that. Yeah. How old was he when he got discovered? Um, so it was 2012 when the film came out. Uh, he was born in 1942, so he was like 70. 
Mate, at least he got a good 14 years of fucking success. 70 when he got discovered. Yeah. When he, when he knew he was famous. Mm. Yeah. It's pretty hectic, isn't it? Like, you'd feel a little bit robbed, but then you're also like, man, it's pretty Yeah, but you're still like... Yeah. And But he got no money or royalties from any of the album sales and shit in South Africa. I wonder... Could, what? Why not? Because the, he got fucked by the record company. Oh, they fucked So I him think over. it was like they maybe didn't even want to say who he was because it was going well. Yeah. I don't know exactly. And how. I think there's also something to it that his some of his music might have been banned in South Africa because it was like kind of anti-establishmenty type thing, and then it was spread around through like old school piracy. Yeah, there might have been a bit of that going on as well. Right. Okay. Um, how what, did he make money post like when this all like he must have made some money, right? Like I just would like to. I hope he. Was able to live well for you hope he made some Yeah, I think so. I mean, he did the rounds on all like the American late night shows and he played Glastonbury and lots of like oh, big so festivals what's he and worth? stuff. What, what do you reckon he, what was his? I'll get up some hey, of the very, the very reliable numbers on the internet. Yeah, I know, but it's more because I mean, you again, I, I assume he had no rights to any of his music, yeah. but like the touring side of things, you get some um, cashish. Well, his net worth apparently around five million. Yeah. Good for you, sugar man. Who Fuck was that? Yeah. Who was that um, female artist that? Blew up when the Stranger Things they ran that song. Oh, Kate Bush. Yeah, and was didn't she old... make a fucking fortune because she owned running up that hill? Because yeah. she owned the so she owned the rights exclusively or yeah. something. I mean, I think she was already like she wasn't poor. Like her other music was well known and doing oh, well. Oh, Yeah, yeah, Kate Bush. She had like um, Wuthering, Heights. Wuthering Heights. Yeah, What's that? Babushka. It's a song, and then every oh, year in she Sydney, old, they, she she's sixty-five now. Oh shit! But like, okay. there was there's a whole thing around Wuthering Heights with all the dance that they do, and they then, have like a day every year in Sydney, Wuthering Heights Day, where everyone gathers in like Hyde Park or something and wears red and dances to like this song. So it's like a cult classic hit. Yeah. That's as weird as anything I've ever heard. She was people like, get up to all kinds no, of shit. No, they do. People just want to feel a part of a community, Edward. One hundred percent, mate. So is she an Australian, Kate Bush? No, nah, she's not Australian. Kate Bush? No, yeah, Kate Bush. And the song, The Running Up That Hill, yep. was one that she'd already released and it just became popular from being on Stranger Things. Yep, yep. And she owned the rights exclusively. Pretty so much, yeah, it was her it? song. I remember hearing that she made, like, staggering money. Well, she yeah, she would have. Well, can we find that out? Uh, she would have. That's good. Let's let's have a look, eh? We, I'm, a, I'm a, like, dollar amount sort uh, of operator. $2.3 million, apparently. Uh, that was July 2022. Imagine getting 2.3 million in the space of like, bang, just Listen, India. Of course. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. I've never made fucking 2.3 million, Eddie, so that'd be phenomenal. But I'm just, when you're saying staggering, I'm thinking fucking 10. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, her net worth in total is apparently somewhere between 40 and 70 million. Oh, shit. Like, she See, was a successful artist. Fucking matter. Like, she made a living as a musician. Right, her entire life. Yeah, so, so that so someone's mailed up that yarn. Yeah, because I heard it. I thought. And, she and now I'm repeating it. Yeah, don't yeah. get me wrong. That like exposed her to a whole new generation, and she would have made stupid Younger money audience. off that song. But yeah. she was a successful musician throughout. her See, life. See, she wasn't well. like a sugar woman. Yeah, no. she wasn't a sugar woman. <laughs> <laughs> right, she was not a sugar woman. Okay, no, a little different. But congratulations to the exceedingly wealthy Kate Bush for making two million dollars cash. Cash. It's exciting for Kate Bush. Yeah, it's very exciting for Kate Bush. And also RIP to Sugar Man, who's fucking mad. Um, shout out to you, bro. Shout out to you, Shugs. There's a story out of the Blue Mountains. 
which again is sort of like you and I have been talking and we talked about it about even sort of like swamp people land now mountain people aren't obviously there's not many I don't know if there's swamps in a mountain but like well swamp people and mountain people aren't the same thing mountain folk and but swamp they're cousins people. yeah like fucking oath they are like they're of the same ilk mountain folk and swamp people yes. no disrespect either that's just it is what it is but you know like yeah and you haven't seen the Ozarks but like you know et shit goes on in swamp territory the same yeah. way like you can potentially have some like you know et shit going in the mountains now that's not to say that what this story is is I mean it's very etch but you know not there's there's you know suspects and shit it's, it's still being investigated um but I'm in, I'm not entirely au fait with the story Dave but basically a woman was cooking dinner for her guests uh there was like four adults and then her kids Four adults, not including her, that all went down with mushroom poisoning. Three have died. One is in hospital waiting for a liver transplant. Yeah, that's right. The, the, the symptoms they're showing are similar to that which you would get from eating death cap mushrooms, which are very poisonous. And do they just... Are there death cap mushrooms knocking around in the Blue Mountains? Is yeah, that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. What does a death cap mushroom look like, please? Um, I think they kind of look pretty inconspicuous. Because I'm always like, like, when you this, see people on this, pick magic mushrooms from like the bushes and shit, I'm like, you fuck, you'd want to know what you're getting. I'm not, I'm not going, to, I'm not going out to harvest and pick my own mushrooms. No, right? no fucking way. No in the way world. in hell. No way. Is that what's happened? Is she? Did she? Did she just feel one day an urge to go out and and pick mushrooms from the wild? I think so. Well, I think it's not abnormal. No, people go and forage for mushrooms. A guy. The dudes who made out, but people wall. that forage for mushrooms, if you're a if you're a forager, you got to know what you're foraging. Yeah, you got to. You know. don't just go out and start fucking picking shit off trees and eating it, bro. No, no isn't no, that no. like that's a that's almost just an ex- existing on the planet 101. You don't just eat anything. No, you don't. Red berries in the wild, no. That's always a no. What do you eat in the wild? Name something that you'll go out in the wild and just eat. Apples. But you got to come. But then you're on a fucking apple tree fucking farm. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? Talking native Australians. You're not walking through the bush eating shit. You're you're fucking. Oh, I used to know all these. But would know. you really be able to fucking spot a kakadu plum? Not anymore. Exactly. There was a time in my life no. where I could. I'll be. I'll put my hand up in the air. If I'm walking through the bush, I wouldn't feel comfortable eating anything. No, I don't dude, know no. what I could. If eat. we had the a big sort of like cataclysm, something going on, I'm fucked. Fucked. Tell you what, you see a lot of lily pillies around Sydney. Don't know what that is. They're so. like little pinky red fruits, and you can eat them straight off trees and like. In the honest, all I think of mulberries. I know what a mulberry. Yeah, I know what a mulberry. I'd eat a mulberry, Australia. but even then, I'd probably be like, "Fuck, is that a mulberry?" No, because the mulberry tree is so distinctive. Yeah, but I'd still wig. I wouldn't want to get an upset tum tum, you know, or worse, dead. But so the thing that's a bit like you know, um, swamp people, mountain people, cloud of darkness. What's really going on here is that everyone except this woman and her kids got sick and died. So they didn't or, eat them. They all ate the same meal, apparently. Right. So that the is oh, that was my, that was going to be my next question. And I heard in the radio this morning that the, the, the cops they haven't. She's a suspect still. This woman, mm. she obviously denies doing it. Like I heard her interviewed on a current affair, a great uh, a great sort of inst- Australian institution. She was like crying and saying, "I didn't do it. Like it was an accident. I feel terrible. I'm mourning them and all that." Which again, if that's the case, horrible, horrible situation. But. 
cops still investigating, they found a food processor, a food dehydrator, food dehydrator discarded at a tip a mere 10 minutes from the house in question. What's a food de- dehydrator? dehydrator? I don't know, but it's and what's, sounded, the, and what's the relevance? Well, they're looking well, I at think, it. man, this is just my guess, but like food dehydrator obviously dries out food. And I think if you're picking mushrooms from the wild and you take them straight, they're still quite moistish and you need to dry them out before you cook them. That's my guess. Now, can we work? Can you give us some info as to who, what the relationship was between these people? Um, Are they family? I, from what I heard from someone else, I'm trying to confirm it here. They were in-laws or ex-in-laws. Um, One of the guests was her ex-husband. Yes, and, I, and, and, and his family. No, Is he so dead? He's the one, Ian Wilkinson, he's the one still in a critical condition. His wife passed away and then uh, his sister-in-law, so his wife's sister uh, and brother as well passed away. Wait, wait, but, but, hang on. So, so there, all these people are between the ages of sixty-six and seventy as well. How how quickly does it hit you? Do you go home and wake up in the middle of the night, or does this, or I think does they this mushroom thought, get into its work quickly? I think they thought they had food poisoning that night. Didn't think much of it, and then it was like the next day. Yes, it says they became ill after attending a lunch, and then it kind of got worse from there. It's crazy that a mushroom can fucking get into its work that quickly. What? Mushrooms like are no joke. Did you say, Tobler, that there's more information's come to light? Yes, so apparently, and Dave, maybe you can look into this a bit more, but uh, it's alleged that the ex-husband had a serious case of food poisoning, not dissimilar to this, at the end of last year. It was a, so, yeah, it was a gut issue that uh, he went to hospital and was basically told by his family, and like his family was told that he wasn't going to make it, and this was like last year. Was that after the attendance well, at one of her what, dinner parties, another lunch at fucking. It's alleged. It's alleged that it was after another lunch at the. Because that's what I heard on the radio. Because it's like that. small town shit as well. It was like that was how they were reporting on the radio. I think I must have come in just after they were talking about that because when I turned the radio on, they were saying he was told to say goodbye to his family, or the family were told yeah. to say goodbye to him, but he made it. Yeah. But then the 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 reporter was like, "No, we don't know if this is true or not, but this is just small town like scuttlebutt and gossip." The kids, her kids have been taken off her. So obviously- Have they? Yes. That's what I heard on the radio. So obviously Dude, there's is... enough concern about, you know, Darth, this mushroom mate. woman. I'd love a podcast on this. I'd love a deep dive. It's a dastardly plan if, if it is. true. I tell you what, we are, what I'm missing in my life, and this could just be my lack of visibility on the situation, but like I need another fucking teacher's pet murder podcast. You, 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 yeah. And then they did the Bathurst one, which I enjoyed. Again, I like, they didn't yield any results. No, and that's the problem with them. I, I enjoyed that one more because you and I lived there for some years. Yes. And so it's sort of... It meant more to it's us. It's more tangible yes. in, in a way. Well, the, the, she, it wasn't as, she, the chick got taken on the fucking, on our street. It wasn't as good. No, it wasn't as good as Teacher's Pet. It was, she literally. She was on our street. Um, but then there was... So there was the Teacher's Pet. Jesus Christ, Selena Gomez has had fucking work done. Sorry, just popped up on the screen. Holy fuck. Teacher's pet? The, what was the first one? With Adnan. So oh, cereal? cereal. Cereal. Cereal was elite. Cereal was you know dope. he got out. Yeah, he's out now. Which, like, from memory, I felt like he should have. I felt like there wasn't enough fucking... There wasn't it was, enough. It was just some guy... What, I tell you, just to go back to cereal, if we can just... If we, if we may for one second... 
it all hinged on the bloke he smoked weed with being like, he came and knocked on my door and said, come and help me bury the body. I'll give you the fucking hot tip. If Tom knocked on my door at 11 o'clock at night with shovels being like, come into the fucking national park with me to bury Steph, I'd go, there's no fucking way in the world, can't. Well, I'd Do you hope, know what I mean? I don't, like the, uh, fact that, the fact that well, he's actually, like, righto, righto, I'll come down, I'll, I'll grab a shovel and help. Yeah, is again. It's madness. Is this small town though? Is this swamp people energy? Because swamp people probably would. Is that how they behave, the swampies? They just pick up a shovel and dig? You remember Street, he pranked, I won't say who he pranked, but he pranked a mate when he was doing a radio show in uni saying he's killed someone and he's like, help me, help me, I've killed someone. And then the guy, who's as quick as a flash, has just started giving him like, all right, stick to the trees, take your clothes off, go over. And like, he just gave him all that. And I was like, oh my God, that, like, firstly, Oh, don't kill people, right? Like that's we can get that out of the way for all of you fucking, you know, thinking that's what we're pushing. But like, there is also something about like having a mate who would come and bury a body with you in the bush. If you, are. <laughs> you know, good to know where I stand with you, mate. No, because what I'm saying is they weren't even that close. And I'm like, if this man's killed, he's he'll, he'll, he could kill again. Yeah, well, you might be killing me in the bush. Like, that's what, what I'm fuck? saying. Yeah, yeah, Am yeah. I digging my own grave? Mm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think I'm. I was. I'm not going into the bush at night with anyway. Killer. With a killer of anyone. No, no, no. Anyway, no, no. Yeah. I'm not going in there by myself. I'm not going in there with a mate. I'm not, I'm not going in there because we're all scared of the dark and don't fucking pretend like you're not. No. You're not walking in the bush at night just for fucking shits and giggles. No, you're you're certainly not walking in with a bloke that you smoke weed with from time to time who's just knocked off his missus and wants you to help fucking dig a hole. I don't want to dig a hole anyway. <laughs> if you come and knock on my door and go, let's go dig a holes, I'm saying no. Digging Mate, holes is fucking Digging holes sucks. Up. I hated digging holes and I was getting paid to do it. Exactly. No one likes digging holes, ever. And I'm certainly not digging a hole to bury some chick you just fucking knocked off. No. Who you've got in the boot. Like. Sorry. That's where I thought there were holes in the story. Yeah, let him out and he's out. Who is it? But then was there another serial one that was after that? Yeah, that was about the guy who. The weird fucking guy. The guy who the was on the most no. remote base in Afghanistan. And mm. to prove a point, he fucking went walkabout, got captured and fucking was left in a pit for I fucking 10 years. I haven't heard that one. Bo Bergdahl. Bo Bergdahl, yeah. yeah. No, that's not what I was thinking of. There was another the, the one. The third season was like the, the clock, the watchmaker yeah, guy. Yeah. Who, he was that wasn't a serial, though. I think it was. It's, no, it wasn't. It was called something else. But was it part of the same it was, it was made by the same people, but it was basically just about a weird guy that made watches. That yeah. was it. That's the thing. It didn't it, amount it, to anything. No, that's what pissed me off because I was into it. I'm like, fuck, this is so cracked and weird that's going to be sick at some point. And I was like, ah. Oh. Okay. And he had like a hedge maze and shit. Yeah. That wasn't a serial. So the other one, so the, so the, the one that. Bo Bergdahl. Yeah. Who was that? What are, like, I, didn't, I didn't hear. Is it worth listening to or is it? Yeah, it's it's interesting enough. I need like, one, dude. I need a new listen one. Listen to that one. No, someone let me know no, about a new one. Okay. Well, you didn't fucking sell it that well. You're like, it's yeah. good. Yeah. It's not as good yeah, as the first good. one, but nothing's as good as the first one. But like, there's got to be. I listened to that one. first one basically invented podcasting. I listened to one. Would invent no, it. No, invented that genre maybe. But. We put podcasting on the map. People didn't really listen to podcasts before that. I don't know if that... I can't remember. Because Ricky Gervais was doing a podcast that was fucking I'm massive. talking about the people. So the genre. True but crime podcast. True crime. is the genre rather than podcasting. There was one that I listened to back when I was uh, hocking Sunny and masks to this the people of this great nation. And internationally when I could, which was never. And it was about... Like someone getting murdered or like a body being found in like a pecan orchard. 
It was fucking good. It might have been called Case Files or some shit. Shout out to Neve who got uh, me Up and it. Vanished? Yes, I think it was Up and Vanished. Bruh, it was fucking awesome. In, in Georgia, the teacher? I think so. I think so. And it's, again, small town shit. That's where the... That's where the I say best in, you know, inverted commas, but, like, that's where the best fucking fucked up crime stories come from. Yeah, and this one, Up and Vanished, was created by the same people that made Serial. And how many seasons of it? Because uh, there was a few, dude. Like, you got stuck into your work, and then they found out the... You, you, get, you get to a resolution, and then there's, like, trials and shit. Mm, there's three seasons. Up and Vanished. Yeah. If you've got any good ones out there, punters and dribblers, let us know. Ideally, ones I don't know the outcome to already. I haven't, I haven't dipped my metaphorical sack into a podcast series for a while. Neither. Mine in a couple of years. I can't even think of what it would have been. If mine would have been that one, Up and Vanished. Me and Elsa will pan them out on long car trips, but I can't recall what they're called. So that's not really helping anyone. It's not at all. No. It's unhelpful. Unhelpful. Well, it didn't help me. Yeah. It's probably fair enough. Yeah, it is. Um, so... We'll we'll see what happens with this Blue Mountains thing, but it's a bit fucking. It's obviously, fucking it's obviously very sad. People have lost their lives, but it's also a little bit fucking etch. Yeah, there's there's definitely more to it because the woman who hosted the lunch claimed that she bought the mushrooms from like a local store. Nah, but yeah, that hasn't uh, been. Uh, this isn't an Oak. This yeah. isn't an o- an, an Anoki issue. Yeah. You've had your Anokis. And the ex husband, who was the one I think that um was sick previously which was also after spending time with her. And there's some quote that says that he seemed to get sick every time he spent time with her. He pulled out of the lunch at the last minute, so he didn't go. Wait, I thought you said he's in hospital now. No, 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 no. That's, that's, his, that's his brother's husband. Sorry, his sister's husband. Because it's all... So the woman that hosted the lunch, it was her in-laws yeah. that, he, that her ex-husband was meant to be there, and it was his family that was he the pulled one that out. Sick. Yeah, they last all fucking minute. got it. Yeah, damn, dude. I thought he. I thought he went again and didn't die. And I'm like, this cunt's got some of the great mm-hmm. eye. They should study his gut. Interesting. That's pretty fucking small town. He fucked up shit as well. Being like, I don't trust this bitch. I'm not going. Yeah, but I'm letting my fucking family go. Because he probably thought it was about him. Because he's the ex. Still, dude, you're fucking running the gauntlet there, aren't you? Oh, I think there's yeah. It's this I'll, I'll this seems him. highly suspect. Yeah, it does. It does. Everyone's spidey senses are tingling. Everyone's. Um, we'll move on from that to uh, a little, and I use the term little almost unintentionally, and it's ironic, uh, a little yarn about probably the tallest female in the country, Liz Cambage. Oh, Liz, yeah. Who, on the face of it, seems like a bit of a piece of shit to me, if I can just be honest. Now, that's harsh words. But Liz has been accused of... You've gone hard in the paint. Well, mate, she seems to have gone hard in the paint. She, she's accused of, last year when the Australian op- Opals, basketball side... Opals, mate, yeah. Taking on the Nigerian women's side in like a bit of a practice session, apparently called them... She's alleged to have called them monkeys and told them to go back to their country, their third world country or some shit. Mm. I believe she has Nigerian heritage as well, which is fucking weird. Isn't she, be, isn't she talking about wanting to play for Nigeria So, so she's, been, she's been kicked out of the Australian setup, never to return. They're like, fuck you, we don't want you. Now, sure, she could be the unfortunate scapegoat of 
uh, an Australian setup who just seems to hate Liz Cambage. Well, listen, I like to, I would, this would be my barometer, my yardstick. The great and the powerful Andrew Gaze, who likes everything to do with Australian bars. He's the nicest man on the planet. Nicest man on the planet. She's got him offside. Yeah. She's got him. He's like, fuck Liz Cambage, paraphrasing. Don't think he used those words. There's video footage here of, of, of Big Liz getting clocked by a fucking one of the Nigerians in the scrimmage where she's alleged to have said this shit, right? So she denies it. The Nigerian players are like, you said it, bruh. We fucking heard it, and that's why I cracked you. Mm. But so she did this uh, interview in America, and she's and Andrew Bogut hates her as well. Now, I'm not saying Bogut doesn't hold the same nice guy points as, <laughs> no, he doesn't. as Andrew Gaze would. He, well, he, he holds more clout in the conspiracy theorist uh, community. So depending which camp you're sitting in. Listen, he's but you know what? Like he certainly de- he certainly holds more tinfoil clout, but yes. he also is like talking just about vaccines in a in a in a way that's sort of it, come to light we, that's we, you know, we don't we don't need to bash down that fucking path. All we're saying is in the tin no, but in the all I said was in the tinfoil community, he holds more clout. Oh, he holds than, a shitload of clout. Then then Andrew then Andrew Gaze would. That's all I'm you're saying. You're right. So he brings the tinfoil community, Andrew Gaze, the nice that's exactly what I'm smiling saying. Australians. That's exactly what I'm saying. And basically, though, un, 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 uh, unexpected fucking bond. Well, it's a media mind. Yeah, yeah, well, it's bloody. It's like tinfoil hat, yeah. Andrew Gaze hating Liz Cambage. She did an interview with an American outlet, and the chick who's interviewing her is like, so you're saying you didn't say it? She's like, no. And she's like, well, why the hell would people say that you said it if you didn't say it? She's like, people are out to get me, blah, blah, blah. She's like, I'm actually going to go, I'm going to, I'm in the process right now of like, going to join the Nigerian side for the upcoming Olympics or World Cup. Mm. She's like, that's what I'm going to do now. And then all the Nigerian players are coming out going, what the fuck are you talking about? You're talking to an old coach. You're not coming here, mate. Like, no, you're like... So she just seems like she's completely full of shit. Loopy. But, like, doesn't seem like a great individual. No. No. No, I mean, if she's if she said what she's claimed to have said, that's... Really fucked up. It's completely fucked up. But then, like, you know, you sort of at some point have to go, okay, you've been kicked out of your... Like, she's also, like, one of the best basketballers in the world, right? Or at least she was. To have your... She's the best Australian basketballer. To be... She was the first woman to ever slam dunk at a fucking Olympics, I'm pretty sure. Like, good. To be such a pain in the ass. That your national setup is going like, and her fucking, you would assume the teammates are like, get this fucking chick out of here. Unbearable. Unbearable. She also fucked over, didn't she fuck over one of her, the WNBA teams? Or she left Australia to go and be with the WNBA team. There was something that happened there. She might have, but since she's left, I think there was like some contract. Yeah, so she le- she was playing, sorry, Todd, but she was playing in the WNBA in 2022 for the Los Angeles Sparks but she left the team midway through the season to focus on healing and personal growth. And now she has joined a team in Iran. Right, so in Iran. Yeah. There you go. In Iran. Do they have a big basketball league in Iran? Well, they must must fucking... Love it over there. Do a bit of dribbling. Yep. But you know what I mean? Like, there's enough here where you go... Oh, sorry, Israel. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I mean, I still Israel basketball is big in Israel. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm less shocked about Israel as I was Iran. Still not great. Still, yeah. Can't imagine the Israeli basketball leagues fucking. 
I think they go all right. I think they go all right. Well, that's true, because they're all Europeans anyway. I'm pretty um, sure they've got some big clubs that are in the Euro League. Yeah. Is there anything else about this with Liz? Like, Did you, you see, you've seen this video. Have you seen it, Eddie? Oh, yeah. I've no, I haven't. Clocked. No. Get this one. Oh, look, she just smacked Ooh. that chick in the face. Look at yeah. her. Do you want to go back? I didn't see that bit. Oh, she, she fully just smacked her in the eye. So that's right. So she'd said this stuff to him and then cracked this. Look at her. She's getting ready. Get off me. I'm going to get her. Oh, shit, yeah. Bang. Oh, fucking oath. Oh, that's good shit. That is good stuff. That's rugby league basketball, ladies and gentlemen. Fucking oath. And she says it now, does she? Yeah, I don't know. It's unclear at what time she said the, the comment. Oh, she's big, dude. Jesus oh, yeah. She's Christ. fucking big. How tall is she? 6'6", uh, six, six, I'm going to guess. 2 metres 6, which is... Give me feet. I only understand height in feet. I know we say this. 6 foot 9. Whoa. Wow. That's fu- She's taller than LeBron. Can you get a photo? There's a video of her walking down the street in New York, and it's just like... Obviously, because women generally, like humans generally, don't get that tall. Mate, not many people are six nine. You know what I mean? Full stop. But like to see a woman, and she's like walking down the street in the heels, and you're like, goodness gracious! Yeah, look at this. Wow! Holy shit! Six nine, serious business. There you go. Six nine is serious business, isn't it? Wow. There's no real great way for this story to go, right? If someone's lying about her, then that's awful for her, whilst it seems like they're not. But if it is just that she's done all the things she's done, then she is a serious piece of shit. (sighs) Interesting, though. Aussie Liz. Aussie Liz. What could have been? What could have been? You do hate to say it. I watched a doco last night on Netflix, uh, Johnny Football, about Johnny Manziel. Mm. Oh, is it sad? It's not sad. It is sad, but it's not sad. Like, I'm not fucking, I didn't get, feel like crying. He used to be the man. Mate, the story, it's an interesting, like, I remember a friend of the show, Nude Cern, Luke Bracey of Maybe I Do fame, telling me when it was all happening when he was this college star, he was always talking about Johnny Football, Johnny Football. Um and so, like, the early part of it is fucking crazy. It's just such a, like, it's almost cliche. The kid, first freshman to win the Heisman. Mm. Mate, he was the, he was the fucking the man, man at college. And then just fucked it. The he bee's knees. fucked it all. Just fucked it all. That's what I mean. That's what I meant by sad. Was yeah. it sad? Well, yeah, you're just going, like, the kid's fucked everything here. Yeah. Because he also said that he was suicidal, I think. No, yeah, that's it. Like, it got to a point, like, I didn't realise that, but, like, he's got bipolar and everything, but, like, he basically just went from being, like, not necessarily a humble kid, but, like, he dominated his high school and shit. He was just dominant. Mm. But then in the college world, like, no one really knew about him coming through. He then kills it first year and then just becomes, like, Johnny Football and he's, like, doing all this sort of shit. Like, so he got away from him, but he's, like, partying with, like, fucking... Because, you know, in the college over there, if you're big, you're fucking nationally famous. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, like, he's partying with, like, LeBron and Drake and all these fucking Snoop Dogg and all this shit, flying around private. Mm. So... Drake shouted him out in one of his songs. 
And they're young. You give like the, dude. He's a freshman. Like, he's eighteen, been, what, 19. 18 yeah. 18. And then he went to. He played two seasons of college, and then went to the NFL. And you know, everyone expected him because he, everyone expected him to go first round, like the first pick in the draft. Yeah. And he went first round, but like all those teams do their research and like, oh, this guy's a fucking wild boy. Yeah, but like, mate, I fucking I used. To, I less less so now, but I used to listen to like American podcasts and shit about this. And the the opinion on quarterbacks in particular is you can't have you can't have cool guys like that. They're almost a, they're nerds quarterbacks. Yeah. Like they're fucking dorky nerds that don't go out. They don't party. No, that's they it. Sit right? at home. Like, they need them to be obsessed. They need to sit at home and they just fucking study plays and watch tape. Yeah, and that's it. Like they they they're not alphas in a, in the purest. They need to be fastidiously looking at the way, like, and analysing everything they can They're do. nerds, bro. They're but big, and, fat And nerds. all he would do is, like, mate, I party on the weekends and yeah. I fucking play you football. You can't have like, quarterbacks like that. Be, you no. can't have quarterbacks like that. And it, like, the proof was in the pudding once more. Like, yeah. all the fucking, all the commentators, the, like, the guys over there were like, mate, this guy's going to struggle. He's not. But he's, the thing is, it's like, he had the skill set. It was just like, unless he changes his attitude, he's not going to fucking. Which. Which he didn't. No. He just like, you think it's like, when you get to the NFL, it's like, now I fucking mature and become even more professional. Go more, And it's like, he was just like, fuck that. Yeah. Partying. Mate, he'd wear disguises to Vegas and shit. Yeah. People were like, that's Johnny Manziel. Yeah. Like, that's the shittest disguise of all yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he'd like wear just, a moustache and shit, legitimately. Yeah. And yeah. go to fucking Vegas to party. Good doco, Because he was banned. Good Pop. doco. Good um, we need to give away some ASICS 30s. Joe Counter 30s. Tobler will get a name for us. Uh, punters and dribblers, just some housekeeping. Bit of housekeeping. The Because of the overwhelming use of the code dribbler, we can no longer offer you 20% off, unfortunately. Let's just listen. There was a... Uh, let's just say that the hope that we would bring a certain amount of people into the Sydney Marathon, certain amount of dribblers, we have gone significantly above and beyond. Not where you have gone significantly above and beyond to make us the biggest, uh, the biggest fucking running club in well, the, the whole marathon by a factor of four. Yeah, we're four hundred percent bigger than the next team. So Because because of course we are punters and dribblers because that's what we fucking do. Because that's that shout out to the punter and the dribbler. Yeah. There's five hundred of you now in the Goers Run Club. We we have to for logistics reasons cap it at six. Yeah. Six hundred. So if you want if you want to join, if you're sitting on the fence, if you're unsure Now's the time to strike while the iron is still hot. Very hot. You just don't get the discount. Yep. Or if you're in another team and you're like, fuck this team, I want to join like the the team of teams, then you can come across. You can come across. You just got to go, you log into your portal and you make the change. And what a change it would be. Serious change. And so with that in mind, if you do join the team, you will get to kick on with us at the Ivy for our party afterwards. Um, which would be nice. It'd be very nice. It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, We are talking to them about where we can meet in the morning. I want, because I'm I'm pushing for our own section, punters and dribblers, our own way. We have to. That sort of thing. Mate, with that many people, you need our own section so we can all meet. 100%. We can all get together and we can all fucking get And I want our own shitters and pisses. Like, I want to get this real exclusive for the punter and the dribbler. Yeah. So leave that with us. It is in our capable hands. Yeah, that's not. On, it's not up to you to fucking get your own personal shitters. That's on us. That's on us. That's on us. Um, the 
run in the park, Centennial Park, Saturday. August 19th? 19th. Which is next weekend? No, week after. Yeah, next next, next Saturday, Saturday. Not this Saturday. Saturday. Next, oh, yeah, right. Next Fuck Saturday, Saturday, 7 a.m. in the park. I understand. More, uh, Centennial Park. I understand that's early. I'm not stoked about it. I tried to move it back later. They, but this ma- is fitness shit, dude. But the marathon, Sydney Marathon has an arrangement with Centennial Park. Centennial Park don't want to extend that later into the day when Which families and shit are there. I get it. Makes sense. It's also like early bird gets the worm sort of stuff. Saturday morning, start it right. Let's go. We'll rip in and enjoy ourselves then afterwards, you know. Tom and I will be down there fucking getting into our work. We'll be handing out uh, shirts down there. A marathon shirt. So if you want to get them early, if you want to get them early, you can pick them up then. Otherwise, you pick them up. When you pick up your bib, you've got to pick up your bib in the city like the day or the days leading up, you can get your shirt then. So if you're not in Sydney next weekend, you can get it later. It's all good. They're great. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to ASICS. And shout out to this cunt who won the ASICS Joel Keanu 30s. Jason Delamont. Jason Delamont. Well done, bro. I've got your dates, so I'll hit you up. Um, just check your emails. We'll hit you up. Nice, mate. And by way, I mean Tobler. Yeah, we're not doing it. We won't be hitting you up, but we'll be seeing you on race day. Uh, and then after race day, Jason Delamont. But shout out to the punter and the dribbler. Huge. 500s are fucking huge. Later. Absurd. Absolutely absurd that there's 500 of you ready to rip and tear and finish the marathon. Um, and become marathon men and, and women. women. Etching your name in history sort of stuff. Yeah. Becoming like, what, top 1% of the... Fucking world, world population sort of history. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's big. It's huge. Anyway. It's special. It's powerful. Yeah, it is. Is that us? I think that's us. Love you. Go Manly. Stream tonight. Uncle Wiramu, Willie Mason had to pull out, unfortunately, last minute. Uh, completely understand. But we've got scope. So it doesn't matter. We're good. We're sc- scope's on. Scope's on. Scope. We're on. Manly, hump the Panthers. We saw Ruben yesterday. We saw Beave yesterday. Good positive vibes. Ruben first try score, good positive vibes. Manly win. Manly win and win well. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.